0: In stock, uh, 5777 West 7th in North Macquarieville, Indiana. Um, to, uh, to address your comment, gee, it's hard to believe we're 18 months into this and still having a problem. And I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful, and we're getting our sources of information from the Indiana State Board of Health, and the CDC, who actually don't bother to read science before they do this. Um, I'm actually a functional family medicine physician. That means I am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation. And everything being recommended by the CDC and the State Board of Health is actually contrary to all the rules of science. So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask, by the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we've presented to you has been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to ignore the very science that they paid to have done. Um, That is why you keep struggling with this, is because you cannot make these viruses go away. The natural history of all respiratory viruses is that they circulate all year long, waiting for the immune system to get sick through the winter, or become deranged, as has happened recently with these vaccines, and then they cause symptomatic disease. Because they cannot be filtered out, and they have animal reservoirs, and this is a very important point, no one can make this virus go away. The CDC has managed to convince everybody that we can handle this like we did smallpox, where we could make a virus go away. Smallpox had no animal reservoirs. The only thing it learned to infect was humans. That's why we were able to make that virus go away. That will not happen with this any more than it will with influenza, of the common cold respiratory syncytial virus, adenoviral respiratory syndromes, or anything else that has animal reservoirs. So the reason you can't do this is because you're trying to do something which has already been tried and can't be done. Equally important is that vaccination changes none of this, especially with this vaccine, and I would hope this board would start asking itself, before it considers taking the advice of the CDC, the NIH, and the State Board of Health, why were you doing things about this that we didn't do for the common cold, influenza, or respiratory syncytial virus? And then ask yourself, why is a vaccine that is supposedly so effective having a breakout in the middle of the summer when respiratory viral syndromes don't do that? And to help you understand that, you need to know the condition that is called antibody-mediated viral enhancement. That is a condition done when vaccines work wrong, as they did in every coronavirus study done in animals on coronaviruses after the SARS uh, outbreak and done in respiratory syncytial virus, where a vaccine used in a vulnerable individual, done the wrong way, which why cannot be done right for a respiratory virus which has a very low pathogenicity rate, causes the immune system to actually fight the virus wrong and let the virus become worse than it would with native infection and that is why you're seeing an outbreak right now in fact in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra will be study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated therefore there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated you should also know that no vaccine even the ones I support and would give to myself and my children ever stops infection in 2014 there was outbreak of mumps in the National Hockey League the only people who came down with symptoms were the people who were unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status boy that sounds like a great argument for vaccines but a question you should ask yourself knowing that half of the people who came down with symptomatic disease had no contact with an unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status individual, where did they get the disease? And the answer was from the vaccinated individuals. No vaccine prevents you from getting infection. You get infected, you shed pathogen. This is especially true of viral respiratory pathogens. You just don't get symptomatic from it. So you cannot stop spread. You cannot make these numbers that you've planned on get better by doing any of the things you're doing because that is the nature of viral respiratory pathogens. And you can't prevent it with a vaccine because they don't do the very thing you're wanting them to do. And you will be chasing this the remainder of your life until you recognize that the Center for Disease Control and the Indiana State Board of Health are giving you very bad scientific guidance. And instead, read the articles that are going to come in the email and are on this flash drive, and listen to the people in this audience here tonight who actually recognize the advice they are getting from the CDC and the NIH is counterfactual. And that's why you're still fighting this, but this vaccine that supposedly was going to make all this go away, but has suddenly managed to make an outbreak of COVID-19 develop in the middle of the summer when vitamin D levels are at their highest. By the way, the other thing that would for any vaccine restriction to be considered is if there were no other treatments available. And I can tell you, having treated over 15 COVID-19 patients, that between active loading with vitamin D, ivermectin, and zinc, that there is not a single person who has come anywhere near the hospital, And we already have studies that show that if you achieve a 25-hydroxyvitamin D level greater than 55, your risk of COVID-19 death will drop down to one-quarter of the population average for the United States. And there are active treatment trials included on that flash drive that show the same is true. So if you were going to discriminate based upon vaccine, you should also discriminate based upon 25 hydroxyvitamin d level, zinc taste test response, and probably previous infections, since there are also studies on that flash drive that show that people who have recovered from COVID-19 infection actually get no benefit from vaccination at all, no reduction in symptoms, no reduction in hospitalization, and suffer two to four times the rate of side effects if they are subsequently vaccinated. Therefore, the policies that you are basing on are totally counterfactual. I don't blame this board for that because I know you aren't scientists and you thought it was reasonable to listen to the CDC, NIH, and the Indiana State Board of Health, but I would encourage that instead you listen to the people out here in this audience and read what's on that data drive. And if anybody here in this board has any questions about anything on that, I will happily come back and sit with you individually if you would like to explain the science behind this. And if you're worried about being sued by somebody because you don't follow the guidance of the CDC and the NIH, I will tell you have a free pro bono expert testimony at your disposal. I will testify in defense of this court, turning down all these recommendations for free at any time in any court.
1: What you just heard there was a real doctor. And there are many, many real doctors, nurses, and scientists doing their very best to Give us the information that will save lives that will make things better, and I'll tell you what there has been what you just listened to there was a certified doctor, a real doctor with real frontline experience, not working with hypotheticals, not working a political angle, just straight fact and I just wanted you to hear that clip because he is so very concise and precise in his information. And I want you to maybe listen to that again because he gives you the breakdown on how to properly and effectively treat. If you're symptomatic, vitamin D, zinc, ivermectin, keep your vitamin D levels high. We're not supposed to be seeing COVID spikes as we are right now in Iceland um gibraltar singapore israel you know israel has stopped allowing vaccinated tourists into the country now this information is two to three months ahead of mainstream science you will see here in the west there will be a lag of a couple of months or more as the information comes in and they respond to it. I don't mean to blow my own horn, but in February of 2020, seeing what was going on, I went out and purchased six cases of N95 masks. And it was two to three months before everyone else realized they needed N95 masks. I donated those in March of 2020 to the local hospital, Because at that point, I realized that I wasn't at risk. That I was facing nothing more than a cold. A a very, very small risk. So I donated those masks. So by March, I was ahead of them to the point where they were in the panic I was in three months ago. I had moved on to realizing, accepting that it was not the risk they had made it out to be. And this is the fruit of actually doing your own research, your own investigation, looking through all the available information and trying to piece it together in a way that makes sense, which is very difficult when you're getting so much very bad information. And you've heard the vaccine is 95% effective, but then we found out last week that it's 95% effective at reducing your risk by 1% for one week and that if you were to boil that down to a single simple statement it would be the vaccine is useless that's what those numbers are saying and it's taking the average person some time to catch up to reality the reality is that the vaccine not only does not do anything to prevent COVID, to reduce your risk of serious harm. It turns out the vaccine does damage. In Germany, two um, pathologists, independent of each other, realized that 40% of the cases in the morgue were dead because of the vaccine and that during autopsy they found crystals growing throughout the body, in the organs, in the brain. The the first pathologist spoke out and released his findings, and a second pathologist said that can't be right. In another city, he did the same examination and found the same results. 40% of those in the morgue right now in Germany have died as a result of the vaccine, growing crystals throughout their body. Now, the thing that we have to do is step back and realize that the CDC, the FDA, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, George Soros, uh, all of these people already knew that this vaccine would not stop the spread of COVID. As we listen to that doctor, any of these coronaviruses, flus, you can't stop the spread of them. You just can't. The best we can do is herd immunity, taking Proper uh, prevention and treatment with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Um, There is a steroid as well that works very well that I can't remember the name of. But there are treatments for those who are symptomatic so that, like this doctor said, no one even got close to being hospitalized. So when we have the knowledge, and I'm a truck driver, I'm no scientist. When I have the knowledge that could prevent this suffering and allow the con- the economy to open up, allow people to go back to living their lives, when I'm not the experts, the experts who are paid to investigate this stuff every single day, who have, it's not only their privilege, it's their mandate to comb through the information that I comb through, and they're not drawing these conclusions. And you have to ask yourself, why is that? Why are they refusing... And I heard a really good point yesterday that I want to share with you. Governments around the world are mandating that their military, their police force, their their all federal employees in the United States, they're mandating that the military join in, get your shot, Join the experiment that already we have information that it's not working. You see the numbers coming out of Gibraltar and Iceland. 99% of hospitalizations are among the vaccinated. Absolutely horrifying numbers. And yet at the same time, these men and women are being forced. If you want your job, go get the shot. It's experimental. There's no sound science behind it. It killed All of the rats and most of the ferrets, no, it killed most of the rats and all of the ferrets in the animal trials. They stopped the animal trials because of the mortality and just moved on to human trials. When flu season comes this fall, it's going to be a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. These people know that and they're forcing federal employees, nurses, soldiers, police officers, firefighters to go and join the experiment. And the point that was made to me yesterday was that the government wants more people on their side. And once you've taken the shot, once you've joined the experiment, you're one of them. And you're far more likely to enforce their quarantine restrictions, their lockdowns. If you see any footage, Coming out of Australia right now, they have the helicopters flying overhead, shouting through a bullhorn, warnings to the people, they shouldn't be outside. Um, in France, people at, at restaurants sitting outdoors having a coffee, they've got police coming over to them and demanding vaccine passports, show us your vaccine status, that you're allowed to be out, you're allowed to be in the restaurant, um, When you look at the big picture, when you look at everything that's going on, you realize that it's more than a virus. It's much more. They are moving, and this is a psychological warfare. That They know what they can get away with. We had our... Prime Minister in Canada come out and say there will be no vaccine passports. We had the Premier of Alberta say there will be no vaccine passports. And they psychologically, they know that they need to do this. From time to time, they need to give us a little bit of hope, relieve some of the pressure... And then begin tightening and tightening and tightening. But before we break, another pressure reliever. Don't worry, it's not going to come to that. We don't want to take away your rights and freedoms. Release a bit of pressure. Then tighten and tighten and tighten. And it's working really, really well. You know, um, I'm on some different Christian men's groups on Facebook. And there's a lot of Christians out there who basically sound like correspondents for CNN, that we all need to do our part. We all need to take the injection. If people would just take the injection, everything would go back to normal. Well, that's unscientific. It's propaganda. Like that doctor said, the shot isn't doing what you want it to do. It doesn't matter how bad you want it to work. It's not going to work. And we're kind of in this bizarre parallel universe where the powers that be are enforcing a science that is unscientific. It's more propaganda than scientists. And when the real scientists, the real doctors come out and speak out against it, they're deplatformed, they're censored, they're fired, they're, they're removed from their positions, they're, they're criminalized in some cases. And right now, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about what the fall is going to look like because since they've started mandating, that frontline workers who for the last year and a half have worked through the pandemic, I I would guess the vast majority have been exposed to COVID-19. I can't imagine how many times I've been exposed in the past year and a half, traveling all over the Pacific Northwest and Western Canada. I, I probably bump into the disease now on a daily basis And it hasn't slowed me down at all. And I'm 51 years old. And as a truck driver, I sit in this seat 14 hours a day. It's not like I have a healthy, active lifestyle. Um, I'll tell you what. It's moving towards a goal that is a little too dark and a little too nefarious for a lot of people to accept. They willingly shut sick people into old folks homes back in the the spring of 2020 knowing that these infected people would pass that infection along to the elderly and kill them they're mandating this jab for children knowing that children are dying of brain hemorrhages children are dying of heart attacks children are having all kinds of debilitating injuries and i'm seeing so many parents posting videos of their dead child, their injured child, trying to get their story out, trying to be heard, and they're, they're basically David versus Goliath. Their, their story won't be heard because they're censored before it goes anywhere. And that's why I wanted to start the podcast off today with that doctor, because I don't think the average person will ever hear those words, and he he's a doctor in Indiana who spoke at a a school board meeting, and I encourage you to look that up and do your part in making sure more people have a chance to listen to a real doctor. I had a, on TikTok, a doctor was just losing his mind, swearing and screaming, he looked unstable, like if he had an assault rifle, there might be a mass shooting, very unhinged, because he was talking to a truck driver it was his last patient of the day and the truck driver was vaccine resistant and this doctor was just losing it swearing screaming and i got to thinking about that because right now truck drivers are being told that to renew their health certification we all have to get a test doctors have to look at us and make sure we're healthy enough to be trusted on the highways and for me in Canada, at my age, it's every five years. In the U.S., it's every two years unless there's a reason. And in order to get that health certification, they will need to be vaccinated. That's coming out. Now, nurses are quitting en masse right now. Many, many nurses are walking away from their professions. They're not going to do it. They, their consciences won't allow them to keep living a lie, abusing Their power abusing the people who come in looking for help. Uh, Doctors are losing their license, losing their ability to earn a living for the same reason. And now it looks like truck drivers are going to be facing the same thing. And I'm very clear on this 100%. I will turn in the keys, I will walk away, and I will never look back. This is my life my blood, my body, and no one... You know, the more they push this, the more I dig my heels in. And I'm like this. I, I don't mind rules when they make sense, when I understand what the purpose is behind them. But when a rule doesn't make any sense, it ruffles my feathers. And when they're using cash incentives, free giveaways, um, force, coercion threats of losing your job, when they're doing all of this to force the people around you to take part in an experiment that's already being seen as dangerous, in fact, lethal in many cases. um, I'm not just dug in. I I will die before I take that vaccination. That being said, I do want to pass along a thought I've had, and that is to use COVID for my own benefit. If it comes to the point where it looks like I'm not going to be able to keep my job or tyranny is moving in, you know, there will come a point in time when the roadblocks are set up and you won't be allowed to flee. You won't be able to leave the city. And cities are going to be the worst possible places to be. When the food runs out, when hysteria sets in, they're going to be very, very dangerous places. And there's going to be a time when the roadblocks go up and you won't be allowed to flee. You'll be trapped there. Um, Some people will take the vaccine in order to get their passport and keep their job. But they're only keeping their job for a short period of time. Then they will have to sign up for the digital ID if they want to keep their job. And that, that will be rolled out in no time. And they will need to work with digital currency in their vaccine passport, in their digital ID, if they want to continue on. The price to continue on in this society is going to incrementally increase, and you have a choice to go along with it as far as you possibly can, but be careful. When the time comes that you say, no, I need to get out of here, enough is enough, it may be too late. It may be that your only avenue of escape at that point is to go to the quarantine camps, to be locked up, to be used as slave labor, um, to grow the soybeans on their farms and harvest them to produce the fake food that Bill Gates is going to feed the population with. And I know this all sounds conspiracy crazy, but you know what? A year and a half ago, I wouldn't have believed any of it, and now I have trouble not believing it. Um, I want to encourage you, though, that although it seems like they have all the authority, all the power, all the dominion over the earth, and they will win for a season, ultimately it's the Lord's moment, it's His turn, it's His time, and he's going to move in and reduce them all to rubble and ruin them right where they stand. We want to be clear in our hearts and in our minds that we are on the Lord's side. You know, um, I'm trying to remember the, the exact quote. If it was Biden or Cuomo, one of them said, if you're not going to take the vaccine, then you won't be a part of our society. It's an ultimatum. Either you're with us or you're not. And if you want to be with us, you better take the vaccine. And for me personally, I'm not with them. I can never be with them. And I won't take the vaccine just based on that, just to show that I'm not with them. I mean, there's many other better reasons, but for that alone, I would refuse the vaccine. Um, But the Lord ultimately wins. We just have to be patient. We just have to endure. And stand firm. He, he encouraged the people who were in prison in one of the letters to the churches, be faithful until the end. Hang in there, be faithful until the end and you will receive a crown of life. And that's what I'm holding out for. What, what do they stand to offer you? You get to keep your job for a little while. You get to keep, keep your property for a little while. It's not permanent. There will come a time where you will be forced to turn over your property. And as Klaus Schwab says, you will own nothing and you will be happy. This is all part of the plan. You will have to turn over your property in time. But for a while you'll get these privileges, but eventually you'll be a slave like everyone else. Or you cannot go along with it and you can hold out and you can wait to receive the crown of life. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will stand firm. And I am really preparing to spring, to jump. Um, I'm going to use COVID as an excuse. When the time comes, I'm going to say, I've got COVID. I'm symptomatic. I can't come into work. And I'm going to use that two weeks to relocate, to bug out, to get out of here. Um, I'm done with the system. It's totally corrupt when they're talking about making child pornography on the BBC that's um, suitable for teenagers and things of this nature this isn't my society I can't be a part of it anyways so for me personally the day and hour is coming where I cannot even abide this society it's corrupt nature it's perversions and I want you to think carefully and prayerfully about when you plan to step out. I think that time is coming soon. Um, God bless you. Make sure you have zinc, vitamin D. Try and get some ivermectin. I bought mine on Amazon as a horse treatment. The human body needs three milligrams per day treatment and I believe each tube was 200 milligrams so it's an awful lot of treatments in there. Um, Do your research. Make sure you know what Uh, amount to be using and uh, God bless